0: Hello, my beautiful friends. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for sharing this space with me today. Today, I have a little bit of a change of pace for us all. We have an interview with a beautiful woman who will be telling us all about how we can create a holistic lifestyle and also use biohacking in a beautiful, feminine, easeful way to support us. And we'll also be talking through some of the lessons, some of the challenges, some of the boundaries we need. When when it comes to showing up for our beautiful businesses. So today's guest is Natalia Del Olmo. Natalia is a certified Peak Pilates master instructor. She has eight years of experience in the fitness industry. And today she is also a life coach, a Reiki healer, a breath worker, and... A biohacker. Natalia serves high vibe, sensitive women and practitioners to create a holistic lifestyle that is in alignment with their values and supports their health and well being. Now, Natalia also happens to be one of the beautiful powerful women who joined us in the menstrual magic business mistress mind. So we've just finished our three month mistress mind together. And I wanted to bring Natalia on to talk to us all today about creating a holistic lifestyle, because as you will know, I'm all about the holistic lifestyle. So I talk about create holistic in terms of creating a business that supports you to make your difference and thrive. So we look at all areas of your life in doing that. And Natalia talks about how to create a holistic lifestyle in general. So I really wanted Natalia to come on today to share her wisdom with you. She is so knowledgeable on this area and Something I just love about Natalia is just, she really lights up a room. She's such a beautiful person. She just, her soul shines through. And I know today you're going to also pick up on those great vibes and also her incredible wisdom that she has through all of these experiences and modalities that she works in. So Natalia is also a manifesting generator, just like me, which is so all of her different and varied interests are so typical of a manifesting generator. And it's just so beautiful to give you an example of someone who is bringing all of these beautiful interests of hers together to create the beautiful business that she has today. So before we dive in, I also want to give you a little bit of an update on where I'm up to. So when you listen to this episode, it's going to be a couple of weeks later from right now, which is the moment that I'm recording this introduction for you all. At the moment, it is almost a week before we head off to Bali and back to Australia So I've had such an incredible past week. So many things have been on. I had a number of events with the Beautiful You Coaching Academy, which is the academy that I trained with while our CEO, Julie Parker, and beautiful trainers are over here in London because they came here for one of their international inspiration days. So the amazing thing about the Beautiful You Coaching Academy is even though it's online and our CEO is based in Melbourne, Australia, they do events all over the world so that you had the opportunity to meet people who are within your like area jurisdiction. So it was so cool because we had a brunch. We also had a meetup and then we had the wonderful inspiration day. And so people came from all over England and also all over Europe. And actually we had people from all other parts of the world who came for the inspiration day. So the Inspiration Day is so fun because it's also an opportunity for the coaches who have just finished their training to, well, they've already graduated just a couple of days before, but to receive their certificate in person. It's a really special day, and I did that last year when I graduated at the start of the year in Auckland. It really was just such a wonderful memory. So I was so excited to just over a year later after my own graduation, to be invited as one of the three keynote speakers for the inspiration day. So I gave a talk all about how to create confidence as a coach. And this was a real personal leap and milestone for me because as I've mentioned to you all, public speaking happens to be one of my biggest fears in life, contrary to what everybody believes because I have the podcast and I'm video and lives and all of these things, but actually, I have since 14 years old wanted to do motivational speaking because that was when I first heard my first motivational speaker. This man came to our school and I was just so lit up after it. I wanted to be able to do that for other people to make other people feel that way. And so I did start doing some public speaking in high school and I even won some events. And but I should say the fear was always very much present. And once I moved into university, I just felt, you know what, I'm not good enough. I didn't, I was too afraid to even speak in my lecture halls. Like, it became such a big fear. So I really made myself small and didn't allow myself to stand up into my fullness for a very long time. And then I ended up doing law, which required me to be able to speak in front of a judge in a courtroom. So that was a big deal. And I felt I was always sweating profusely, so scared, stomach squirming, but also just not allowing myself to prepare in the way that I wanted to. So when this invitation came along, it was an absolute yes, because I know it's part of my soul's mission here to do public speaking, but it also came with a very big fear, right? And so all of the work I've been doing to to push my comfort zone gradually over the last couple of years has helped me to be able to stand up for this moment but it didn't come without fear so over the last month or so this is usually when it starts to happen it's right before the event is coming up i started to feel sick i started to notice self sabotaging behaviors and beliefs and they were getting they were really getting a lot of momentum So of course I used all of my mindset tools. I had my mindset plan. I made sure I got support as I needed it. One thing I did was also have a session with the wonderful Danny Reeve, who's been on the podcast back in episode 39. Danny's a bioneuro Uh, emotion practitioner. So she can help you with subconscious blocks. And she's also one of my clients and one of my really good friends. And so I went to her to help me because I knew that there was a subconscious block and I wanted to see what we discovered. After that session, I just felt so elated and I had a huge shift in my energy and the way I showed up. And really in that moment, I just, I finally saw that you know what? I've been training my whole life for this moment and there's no way that I can do it wrong. I don't need to practice my speech 40 times and you know go to a Toastmasters and share it there and do all of these things. I can simply talk from the heart and talk about what I know and creating confidence is something that I know. So I wanted to share this with you all because on Monday, when I showed up for this, it was a really big deal for me but I got up on that stage. I had the mic in my hand. There were 60 people there watching me. I delivered a 45 minute keynote presentation, and then I went through a 15 minute Q and a, and it was a wonderful experience. And I was talking to everybody in the make a different soul tribe the other day for our new moon in Leo guided meditation that I did. And I was saying how This month with Leo, it really asks us to step into our authenticity and to also open up to vulnerability even more, to use the courage of the lion to do that, because the more that we're able to be seen, the more we get from the people around us. It gives you opportunity for meaningful connection. And I got to witness this firsthand in a really big way on Monday. I was so scared. Yes, the resistance was high. It usually is if it's something important, but I was able to stand up on stage despite all of that and be seen, share my truth, express my message. And because of that, I then got to connect with literally every single person in that room and find out about what they're creating what their hopes and desires are. And so we had this beautiful, meaningful, authentic conversations. And so this was because I led the way, right? If I hadn't have done that, I would have been hiding. I wouldn't have given the opportunity for other people to see me and get to know me and decide, hey, what resonates here? You know, what, what, what do we have in common? So I just wanted to share this story with you all because it was a really, really big moment in my life. And I can't wait to see what else comes through as a result of this. And just to give you a little bit of inspiration to face your fears, because that is where all of the peace lies. The peace is not in hiding. The peace is in showing up, stretching that beautiful comfort zones of yours and letting people see you because there is so much to see. Okay, so let's dive into today's interview with Natalia. As I mentioned, we're talking all about how we create a holistic lifestyle and also how we can start using biohacking methods and what that even means to support ourselves in our life and also in our businesses. So let's dive in. Hi, Natalia. Welcome
1: to the podcast. Hi, Leticia. Thank you so much for having me.
0: Oh, it is a pleasure to have you on. So we're going to start off with a couple of, you know, lightning questions just for you to answer, you know, without thinking so we can find out a little bit more about you. And then we will dive into actually learning about you and what we're going to talk about today. Sounds good. Fabulous. So I would love to know what your morning ritual looks
1: like. So, um... My morning ritual always involves some sort of breath work, meditation, attitude journal and coffee, but it changes depending on the day. So I will always like tune in in the morning to see what I need. And then from there, I kind of create the order of what I'm doing.
0: Love that. So important to tune in each day to what you actually need in that moment. Beautiful. And what is your favorite inner or outer season?
1: Um I think I'm going to say both is autumn I really love the yeah the I love the um, transitional of kind of vibe of autumn you know entering uh, finishing the summer and entering into winter and also my birthday is in autumn so It's just my favorite season. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Yeah, I
0: love autumn too, and I love how, you know, we all start to slow down, and that's really nice after the busy summer. Okay, so what is your favorite mantra, phrase, or affirmation?
1: So I've got a couple, but (laughs) I'm going to stick with um, what you seek is seeking you from Rumi. Mm. I think it really defines my view of the universe.
0: Yes, that is so beautiful. I have um a book of Rumi's poems and they are so wonderful, and that is a beautiful one. What you seek is seeking you. That's it, right? Yeah. Yeah, so true. What we're always being called. Okay, love it. So now I would love to know. Could you tell us a little bit about you and what you're creating in the world today?
1: Well, I've always been Really, really passionate about health and wellness, mm-hmm. and I started my journey as a Pilates teacher when I was 17. I was still at university studying sports science, and then I moved to London. I became a life coach and started practicing other type of therapies, such Reiki, um, breath work. And also got really into biohacking. (laughs) um, Long story short, I went through different experiences um, that led me to start living my life in a more conscious way and from a holistic perspective. And as a result of that process, you know, my my business was born. Mm. So now I have a holistic coaching practice to help other sensitive. Women and other practitioners to live a lifestyle that is in alignment with their values and that supports their health and well-being.
0: Mm. Oh, I love that! And also, I love just knowing you how your business has evolved with you. And actually, I think it would be nice to also just mention here that Natalia is a manifesting generator for people who know yes. nothing <laughs> about human design. <laughs> and um, and I think. And I'm a manifesting generator as well. So if you haven't listened to my episode on human design with Tim, definitely go back and and listen to that. But I think your business and its evolution with all these different parts, the Pilates, the Reiki, the coaching, it's so typical of a manifesting generator to have so many different interests and just to be really saying yes to those interests as you're called. And I think you're a really beautiful example of that.
1: Oh, thank you. Yeah, learning about human design was obviously a big part of my journey as well.
0: Yeah, it's really just open. It allows you to say, it gives you permission to just do the things that actually come most naturally to you. But because we're usually looking yeah. outside of ourselves, we we ignore those. So, yeah, I totally understand. Okay, so. I would love to ask you this question, what does a holistic lifestyle mean to you? And the reason I want to ask this is because I think that different people will have a different explanation about what a holistic lifestyle is, but because this is your front and center in your business, it's what you do. Um, And I love talking to you about holistic lifestyle last night when we met at the meetup here. in London. (laughs) So I would love for you to share what does it mean to you?
1: Yeah, that's a really good question. Um, Yeah, so for me, basically, health and wellness are the foundation for me in in my life overall. And um, in the past, I was only focused on the physical side of health and wellness, you know, eating, exercising and all these things. But with time, I had to start looking at my life holistically. And what that means to me is that now I consider all parts of myself, as in, you know, my body, my mind, my spirit, my energy, and also all parts of my life, such as my career, my relationship, you know, where, where I am in the world, where I'm living, um, my relationship with money, and all these things to be interconnected and deeply affecting each other. So when you're looking at For me, when I'm looking at my lifestyle, I have to consider all these things because that's for me the foundation. Does that Mm. answer your question?
0: Yeah. Well, I love that you mentioned that it's all interconnected, and um, and I so agree. I think that we have a tendency to compartmentalize our life. Like, you know, our health is over here, our finances are over here, our relationships, our career, our you know, anything else that you can think of, we think of these as separate categories and it's, but they all are affecting one another. And it's like with the chakras, right? You've got one of those out of alignment, out of balance. It will impact all of the the functioning of all of the rest of them. So I, yes, I love your explanation. And I really, really like this idea of everything being interconnected because for me personally, I believe that that is true.
1: Yeah, and you know, like with with all the work with, that you do with the masculine and feminine energies and your menstrual cycle, like it's all a representation of how all those things affect then your business and your relationships and how you show up and when it's best to speak your truth and when it's best to receive uh, guidance and information. And so, yeah, there's no other way to look at it really from from a holistic perspective.
0: Exactly. Yes, so true. And and you're right. I like to refer to the way that I coach people in business as a holistic approach because we are looking at everything in your life, you know. Sometimes people come to me in a coaching session and they are dealing with something, you know, personal. It's got nothing to do with the business, but of course that's going to impact the way that you show up in your business. Of course your health affects the way that you show up in your business. So Yeah, I I really love the idea of um, a a, a holistic approach to anything that you're talking about. So tell us then how creating a holistic lifestyle has improved both your life and
1: your business. Um, Well, for me, um, the major improvements in my life have been um, optimizing my health. So obviously I'm really passionate about this topic, but I consider myself to be fit and to be healthy and I feel like I have enough knowledge and confidence to look after myself which I think is something that people are missing these times you know everyone is like looking out for help or for nutrition advice or health advice and I, I really believe that this way of uh, looking at my lifestyle it's helped me take control over my own health um it's you know, it's helped me optimize my mind and my emotional health, you know, deal with um, anxiety and stress and bring inner peace and joy and calmness into my lifestyle. Um, also, it's helped me develop my spirituality. I've, you know, gone into my spiritual practices and how I see the world um, much deeper in this way. Um, also, Another big part of creating a holistic lifestyle for me, it's it's helped me in my relationships, and especially in my relationship with my partner. So we we are really focused on creating a conscious um, relationship and that has the foundation in you know holistic lifestyle. And finally, I think the, the, it all comes back to the business. you know, if I hadn't created this holistic lifestyle for myself, my business wouldn't have been born. Mm. Because it was because of being aligned and you know really um looking at all aspects of my life and what's what was important for me, identifying my needs and my real desires then allowed me to create this space for my business to be born and to go after my real big dreams really mm.
0: okay i re- this is a really good great point, creating space when we take care of, you know, all of the different areas in our life, that it actually creates more space in our life. And that might even and that space could be created through, you know, having more energy uh, because you feel maybe uplifted by the work that you're doing or because you actually have more physical energy throughout the body. Or maybe it's because you have that sense of connection with your values, with your purpose. And so you're able to filter what isn't important and what is important so that you can have more time to focus on the things that you, you know, truly value and prioritize. Um, yeah, that I think yeah. that's really r- a really important part of um, from what you've just said there, that creating space. We really need to do that. Yeah. The more that we create space for the things that we love, the more time and energy we have for those things.
1: Yeah, and it's it's um, I think when you – I think the foundation in of everything is really well-being, whatever that means to you, really. Mm. Um, but if you focus on that, then you can um, project that in all areas of your life. So clearly, if if what you're doing with your career, with your business or where you're working is not serving your well-being, mm. that is going to affect all areas of your life. Is going to affect your stress levels, your physical energy, um, your relationships. So, it's definitely something to look at.
0: Mm, Absolutely. So, I also want to know what you first started off with Pilates. What got you into Pilates? Was it your interest in fitness?
1: Yeah, well, from a very early age, I I knew I wanted to do something health related. And I considered first physiotherapy. You know, I was, I, I really. I uh, was interested in the anatomy of the body and I was just fascinated with this machine we live in and mm-hmm. how it functions and yeah I was I was introduced to pilates uh, by my aunt she has a pilates studio and, and pilates school in Spain so she she just suggested to me why, why don't you just do pilates while you're studying it'll be a good tool for you to you know, work and earn some cash and learn while you're at university. And I, I was very driven, so I took that chance, and it, it's it really taught me a lot about you know the body and how important posture is. And but then on, on the other side, I, I also from a very early age was exposed to all the health problems that people have, and you know people that come with injuries and um, have chronic issues. So I had the opportunity to see both you know, like how powerful our bodies are and at the same time, you know, how um, people are suffering from chronic issues and injuries and not look, looking after their health. Mm.
0: And so is that what then inspired you to start exploring some of these other modalities like the Reiki and the coaching and your own, you know, self-development, your emotions, all of these other parts that affect our health?
1: Absolutely. So Yeah, I I would say that I went through a point, through a time in my life when I was, you know, really suffering from what I was seeing, all these issues and, you know, society um, having junk values and all these health issues people have. And um, there was this part of me that was just like, this this can't be it, you know, (laughs) like we didn't come here to be sick and depressed and in chronic pain all the time. There's going to be something else and as much as I was passionate about Pilates and teaching people and helping people move in a physical way that was right for them, I intuitively felt there's something missing, we have to look at, you know, what's going on in the mind and what's going on in the energy and so yeah, intuitively I just started exploring um, alternative therapies, Reiki, breath work and yeah, just learning about different things. Mm. I which which that. then led me to like then led me to this idea that you know we are holistic beings. Mm.
0: Yes, and see how you had to go through your own journey to be able to come to that assumption for yourself. Yeah, so, okay, I would love to now talk about what are your like top tips for creating a holistic lifestyle?
1: Well, I think <laughs> for me, the first thing would be, prioritize your health and well-being mm-hmm. yep. and again define what that means for you right because my definition of health and well-being might be different from your definition of um, health and well-being but basic things I guess would be things like you know prioritize your sleep and not sleep and um, good, good quality sleep so that your body can uh, rest. You know, make create a um, safe environment in your home where you know you avoid all types of toxicity, such as you know toxic makeup and cleaning products, and um, you know EMFs and all these things. So create create a safe cocoon for yourself. <laughs> um, obviously. Um, Identify what, um, what is the right diet or the right way of eating for yourself. Um, move and breathe consciously. Um, I would also say optimize your, your mind. And with this, I don't mean um, your mindset. I, I mean in general, you know, your mind and your emotions. Like get to know yourself yourself. In a way that it feels like you are in control of your life, rather than life is happening to you. Mm-hmm. And for me, introducing mindfulness in your lifestyle is absolutely key. So even if you if you're not into meditation, um, you can practice mindfulness in in different ways. You know, just practice presence, go for a walk. You know, limit technology. Just be present with your partner when you're having a conversation. Uh, Practice mindfulness when you're eating, um, all these different things that you can do. And obviously, if you're into meditation or you want to try, definitely try meditation. And I guess the last thing for for me would be um, use your environment and your relationships as an opportunity to learn. Because relationships, whether they're with your family or friends or your partner, they are a container for your growth. Mm. so I guess those three things you know optimizing your health, optimizing your mindset or your your emotions, your your emotional health, and becoming aware of how relationships in the envi- environment are actually you know there for to support us rather than to be a problem. <laughs> Mm,
0: yes. And this is kind of something we were, ta- we were touching on last night when we um, met, how there's a lot of, you know, fear based or a fear around, you know, the environment that we're living in. And we're talking about, you know, if you live in the city, and, um, and so we're worried about, you know, the artificial lights and the EMFs and all of these things. Um, but we we can't necessarily move from the city. And so, you know, Absolutely. is it really yeah. helpful to be looking at everything through this fear-based lens? Probably not. Um, so, yeah, actually, could you let us know what is an EMF as well?
1: So it's just a electromagnetic frequencies, so um, frequencies that come from your computer, um, from your phone, from the Wi-Fi, and these are not necessarily good for our body. Well, they are not good for our body.
0: Okay. Yeah, so can you give us an example then of like if we are in an environment like say me, I'm living here in London, Um, I live in the city, I live in Angel, there's, you know, a pub across the road from my place, there's artificial lights out the front of my apartment building and, you know, there's there's a lot of noise throughout the evening. So when I look at my environment to see what it's teaching me – yeah, what would you be sort of recommending in that situation?
1: <laughs> well, I'm going to give you, so I, as you said, you know, we if we look at the environment, it can be really overwhelming. Like, oh my gosh, we live in the city, the whole city, you know, it's just the wrong environment for us. And that mentality, I don't think it's helpful for us because it's just going to bring fear and anxiety. So my approach would be, okay, so you're in your house and what things you can do to minimize um, the effect that the environment is having to you. But what, what things are things that you can change? You know, you cannot change, you know, the cell towers that are around you or, you know, the Wi-Fi that is coming from the whole building. <laughs> yeah. That you can't change that. But you can do small things like have your phone on plane mode all the time and especially don't wear your phone in your pocket or um, when you are, um, with your computer, don't put your computer on your lap, you know, don't put it on your knees. Um, you can do things like buy um, like a Defender Shield little platform where you can put your computer in, and that's going to reduce the, the emission of EMF towards your body. Um, so I would say if you start small and you treat your environment as your cocoon, that's a good step. But that's that's better than nothing. That's much better more useful than actually obsessing about all the EMFs that are out out there. You know, just unplug your Wi-Fi in the night. That's a Mm. good step.
0: Oh, this is so good.
1: Yeah. So I think there's hope. I think we have to change our mentality um, from fear to hope. We can start making small changes.
0: Yes. Oh, this is so good because... Also, it's, um, it's the story that we're telling, right? So if we're telling the story that everything's scary around us and our environment is literally, you know, um, killing us and causing all of this chaos in our body, then our minds are so powerful. We start to create these. Um, well, well, we can. Our minds can create. Can make us sick, right? If we're thinking yeah. we're getting sick. Has anyone, anyone listening to this, have you ever called in sick to work and then felt really guilty about it that you actually start feeling even sicker than you were? Because it's like you're, you you want to feel more sick so that you can justify why you're off from work. This is something that I've spoken to with lots of people about. I used to always experience this and yeah. it's because of the, the power of the mind. So if we start to um, tell a more hopeful story, as you say, a more positive story about our environment being There to support us, and you know, even our food—that every meal that we have, this is here to nourish us. That is going to be a totally different experience and much less stressful than uh, (laughs) thinking that you know it's there to harm us.
1: Yeah, and I want to refer back to the mindset makeover course that you are um, doing at the moment, and you know how we, you know, the mind plays an important role, and obviously, the mind is not everything um you know it does matter what you put in your body it does matter where you are in your environment but from a holistic perspective i think a combination of all all those things is the key right you know to be eating things that are good for you and nourish you from the inside out to um create a safe environment in your house to integrate practices that support your health and mental well-being and to create a nice story in our heads about how supportive the environment is like I'm in a I'm in control of my environment I look after myself I I have a strong energy field I you know I'm I'm safe from illnesses and from whatever is trying to come into my field so it's a good example of how we can apply all these things holistically
0: yes so good and you know when you were just talking through that I already felt more uh like calm just with exactly what you were saying just there, you know, we can't, we are supported, we are healthy. Everything's, you know, these stories that we tell ourselves play such a huge part. And I agree that then we also need to, you know, support the way that we want to feel with what we're eating and how we're moving and all of the things that we can control in, in our lifestyle. So this idea of taking control of your life as well is very empowering. You know, we feel we're then also realizing that we do have power in our life. We are able to make decisions to support us rather than uh, life happening to us, which, as you know, from the mindset makeover that we've been doing is um, that I think that this is so crucial for mindset, but it's crucial to actually seeing the opportunities around us in terms of the actions that we can take in the first place. Exactly. Okay. So now I want to just move on to another area that I know you're super passionate about. I am really interested in it as well. And um, so, yes, let's talk about it here. And that <laughs> is what is biohacking. Can you tell us what biohacking <laughs> is um, in your language? I'd love to hear your take on biohacking.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, so um, biohacking is um, basically health optim- optimization. And I want to share here the definition that I recently heard in the London Biohackers Meetup by Tim Gray, which is one of the London um, London uh, biggest biohackers. And he, he mentioned that biohacking consists on using technology and ancient techniques and science to mimic a natural environment in a modern world, for example, the city, which is an unnatural world, right? So we um, do things like wear blue light blocking glasses to prevent our melatonin levels to be suppressed in the in the, especially after dark. Uh, we do things like use red light therapy to mimic um, the sunrise and the sunset. We do things um, like use supplements to improve our performance, our health, to improve our cognitive function. Um, We we do things like tracking our health, right? We we wear a whoop uh, or an oar ring, and then by doing that, we can track our HRV and our sleep and recovery. We can understand more about what's happening in our bodies, and then we can hack our bodies accordingly to the data that we're um, we um, gathering, right? And mm-hmm. um, so, yeah, that's kind of like a rough definition of <laughs> what it is, uh, boost, doing things like floating, um, breath work to boost your recovery. Mm.
0: So what's your favorite biohacking tool?
1: Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I love I love them, really.
0: (laughs) You love all
1: of them. (laughs) I I think, yeah, I think for me, um, I'm really passionate about hacking my environment in my house, Mm -hmm. you know, doing things like buying a bunch of plants that are going to help filter the air so that the air in my house, it's uh, nice and safe to breathe. Um, I love to hack my sleep. You know, I I do things like wear an eye mask and air plugs, use a... um, Um, blind blocking sorry, sun blocking blinds in the windows, like completely like block all the sunlight Uh, limit technology exposure like after 9pm and until 9am my phone is on plane mode and I don't use it I I do things like biohack my phone so that um, my screen is like showing red light instead of blue light at night and yeah, I I, I think that's my passion, like do it in my home and do it Yeah, with like simple things that don't necessarily require a lot of investment because then you can go towards the other end where, you know, you're buying lots of supplements and you're buying like expensive toys like the red light, um, (laughs) which I still think they are good investments, but maybe they're not available for everyone.
0: Yeah, good point. And, um, and I, and I think that a lot of these that you've just said, you know, that, yeah, they're very simple shifts, but not something that, you know, everybody is aware of that we can, you know, make these changes and they're going to make a big difference. And something that I love that we were talking about last night is, you know, like the importance of sleep as, you know, a foundation for all of your um, diet and nutrition as well, but just generally feel having that strong foundation in your life, that being so important. So I think a lot of people suffer with sleep, sleep issues, or, you know, maybe they don't have a good quality sleep or they're not sleeping um, as much as they feel that they need and mm. so some you know sleeping with the eye mask and the earplugs and the sound blocking curtains I mean um or the sun blocking curtains the, yeah. and, I, and I I have blackout blinds in my uh, bedroom as well so yeah they, they make a really big difference I haven't ever slept with um the what are they called the earphones or the sorry the earplugs in
1: uh but I think that, in, yeah.
0: yeah that would make a really big difference
1: yeah, so for me, you know, I was surprised to to realize that sleep is basically, you know, the foundation, and most biohackers, you know, they prioritize their sleep, because if you're in the city and you're exposed to all this toxicity, pollution, you know, EMFs and all these things, I guess it's okay for your body to be exposed to that to a certain point, but then if you don't recover at night, then that's when the problem starts happening. You know, you you build up anxiety and you can have um chronic diseases in the future so for me sleeping is so key and you know something that people don't don't speak about i guess the hardest thing to let go of is technology you know Mm. working on your laptop and being on your phone and being in front of screens after dark that's just is messing up your circadian rhythms and it's just ex- stimulating your brain, basically telling your brain, you know, it's time to be wide awake. So when you want to go to sleep, is this contradictory confl- conflict in the brain, right? Like you, you, you want to go to bed, but your brain is just been on your WhatsApp or messaging or on a, on a Skype like five minutes ago. So it's, it's very difficult for the body to deal with that. And, and that's why we're messing with our cycles, really. So for me, for sleep, I would say, you no. Know, Limit technology and get a pair of blue blocking glasses, um, so that if you have to be on your computer, like I know you do some of your coaching calls in the evening, well, you know, just you can get for ten pounds on Amazon blue blockers, and you can just use them and see if it helps.
0: Yes, and I love your blue blocking glasses.
1: <laughs> yeah, and, and they are they are they can be really like fashionable, you know. Yeah, <laughs> you don't have like... to be awkward.
0: Exactly, exactly. No, I love them. So, um, yeah, that the technology is a really important one to consider and I need to make a lot of changes when it comes, like even just, you know, not having the computer on my lap. Generally, I have a pillow and then my computer on it if I ever am working like that, but just starting to be a little bit more aware about, yeah, how much time I am in front of the screen and making sure I have these blue the blue blocking glasses and all of these things. Uh, I thought that I was Doing things, you know, pretty good. But after talking to you, I was like, wow, there are so many other things I could do to support myself here. And I know it will also help my sleep and, um, yeah, going to sleep and disconnecting, having that time to transition from work into my, um, sleep each not can be a struggle when I do have a late coaching call on and, you know, you're, you're also so wired. So there needs to be Mm. this winding down process as well between, between that and bed and just to think that I could actually be making things a lot easier on myself if I made sure I had things like the glasses and um you know the thing on my screen um I can't remember what it's called but to stop the
1: the yeah the the iris program is um you can download it and set it up on your computer so that you you can barhack your screen to red light and I don't see why that should be a problem with your coaching calls because you'll still see your clients Mm. and they can still see you and it's just getting used to um not having that blue light on and it's funny because since I started using that and having the night shift on my phone all day now when I take it on and the light just goes to my eyes like I'm like wow like I really (laughs) have shifted my to like night shift for so long that now the the normal blue light is, is so painful for my eyes Mm,
0: Wow. Yeah, that's, that's, I'm sure it would be. So, and also I, I've mentioned this to you before, and I think some other people have probably, you know, felt this way as well, but I used to be like quite into learning about biohacking and particularly around diet and nutrition, which they were also talking about sleep, but I was mo- mostly, interested in it from a diet and nutrition perspective. And, um, but then I ended up having a little bit of break from it because I felt like I was trying to control too many things. I was looking at it as that. It was very masculine and not necessarily more of this feminine easeful aligned way, but talking mm. to you, I'm feeling like really energized and that it's fun. And then it doesn't need to be so serious. So what are your thoughts on that?
1: Yeah, so um, I guess I w- I would like to clarify that obviously biohacking, it's about you know tracking and taking control over your health, and you know implementing science and and logic. So it re- it does require you to be in your masculine for a little bit, you know, because we want we want to take control of something that it's maybe not working in the right way. And I want to say that, you know, that's a good masculine thing, you know, it's like logical and it it, it has control. Um, For me, a feminine way to looking at it would be to learn about things that you are interested in, in a way that it's fun for you. So for example, I know you're into podcasts. So Mm -hmm. so, um, finding or, or someone, if someone likes articles or books, then you don't need to know it all. Mm. You, know, you don't need to, like, hack everything in your life. Um, you just need to find a topic that you're interested in. In your case, for example, sleep would be a good one. And then hear a few podcasts and maybe read a book about it and just have fun with that, you know. And, and out of all the hacks that people are presenting, then you can intuitively intuitively tap into your feminine and be like hmm you know what what resonates with me What what is something that I would be up for you know introducing in my lifestyle or changing and also again bringing the mindset on board right not, not be like oh we have to do all these things and unless we hack everything we're not doing it right and it's not going to work instead of that just be a bit more mm, nourishing to yourself be like you know, it's okay. I'm now focusing on sleep. I don't need to focus on sleep, diet, you know, exercise all at once. But I'm going to go through a period now for a few weeks, focusing on my sleep. I'm going to try maybe these two or three things and just have fun with that. Mm. Does, that does that sound good?
0: Yeah, that sounds a lot better. And, you know, I'm, I'm a bit all or nothing with things. And this is something I've had to keep reminding myself to, you know, just go with what you can do, what feels fun. So I think that this is beautiful, because I I also agree that when you feel inspired to do something, then you know, you're being called to check that out to go explore it. Or if you're curious about something, go and explore that, uh, rather than forcing yourself to tick everything off the list. <laughs>
1: Exactly, and that's. I think that's the thing with with health because the talk is so fear based. Then we get into this fear mode of like, oh my gosh, I need to control everything, control my diet, my sleep, technology, and you get. I think the fear talk pushes you into the direction of maybe unhealthy, masculine, like trying to control too much. You become obsessed. But it doesn't have to be like that if you come from a place of love and abundance and fun and just, you know, really looking after yourself, like t- telling yourself, you know, I love my body. Health is important for me. What can I do to support myself? Let's just start with the sleep. Sleep seems to be what's uh, what needs attention right now. Maybe that will get sorted and in a few months you will realize, oh, now I want to get uh, more information on um, light therapy and light exposure and maybe what's the best environment to live in or how to um, change my environment. And I guess, yeah, play, play with it as you, one, one topic at a time and tuning into what you need, like your intuition.
0: And you know that supports exactly what we were talking about with your morning ritual. You know the importance of tuning in and asking, you know, what you need today. And so it's the same thing here with biohacking. What what is most important to us right now? What do what do what needs attention? As you said, I love that. So I also just want to mention because uh, we've just spoken a little bit about the masculine and feminine that. you know, masculine, we need to be in our masculine at times. And the structure that we create gives us freedom. So as we were talking about with a holistic lifestyle, giving yourself all of this extra energy because, you know, you're working on your health and you're working on your mindfulness and, and your relationships and you're making sure that everything is, you know, they're functioning and supporting you and feeling good that is then going to create more space in your life to focus on the things that really light you up. So I think when people think of creating any structure or controlling in any way in their life, um, because we've been in this really masculine-focused society, we can feel a little bit avert, like we don't want to go there because it's going to... Um, prevent our freedom. But what I have learned is how important having structure and controlling the things that we can that make a difference is to giving us that freedom. And I think that's what you're talking about here when we talk about biohacking.
1: Yeah, I agree with you. (laughs) Totally.
0: Good. Okay. So let's now talk about your business. I would love to know how you make sure that you respect your own boundaries and this holistic lifestyle that you want to maintain in your business?
1: Um, So for me, I have a history of, first of all, loving my job. And then because of that, getting too into my job and then maybe overworking or using my job to escape from anxiety and things like that. So for me, I now set some boundaries so i make sure that i work and that i you know implement some structure <laughs> in my lifestyle but it's equally important for me to every day um spend time outside so i try to go outdoors every day even if it's cold um and do things like spend time with my partner and spend time cooking in even if sometimes even if you know some things need to get done in my business like I need to finish this thing for my website or I will set the boundary that no it's okay that can wait and now I'm gonna spend time you know cooking my meals and preparing for all the food that we're gonna my partner and I are gonna eat this week and that sometimes is difficult to do but for me it's so key because then I don't burn out in my business and then you know I feel like I'm nurturing other areas of my life that then helps me to come back to my business with more energy and in terms of other boundaries that I apply is um well the technology rule is is key for me you know like I don't I don't check emails until um, you know after nine and um, I switch my phone to plain mode or like eight thirty in the evening like Kind of like telling to myself, you know, it's okay if emails come and they don't get replied until tomorrow. Like, it Mm. is fine. I am safe and I don't need to buy into this addiction to the technology and to social media and being, you know, connected all the time. Even if someone wants to call me and my phone is off, it's fine. You know, I'll just call you back. Um, So those are some boundaries that I use. And does that answer your question?
0: It does. And I I really – I. I can resonate with you so much about this, using work to escape from feelings, and I think that some of the people listening here will be able to relate to that too. Um, I do also have that same history of wanting to throw myself into... My work, whether that's in my business mm. or whether it was when I was working as a lawyer, and um, and you know when we are doing too much of anything, it do- it starts to become an issue because we start to neglect other areas of our life, and then they start to, um, I guess, get out try to get our attention. So having yeah. those boundaries, and also
1: and also as yeah, yeah, and as as a manifesting generator as well, like we're just drawn to working, right? Like exactly. it's just natural for us. Yep. So.
0: Exactly. But we still have to have boundaries in place. So I think it's really great that you're teaching this as a manifesting generator, because you know that you love work and it lights you up, but it's still so important to have that recovery time and to eat delicious food and have that time with your partner and all of these things. So um, I think that the boundaries that you talk about, about making sure you get outside and we know how important that is to our health and making sure that you've got boundaries around replying to people. I think that's actually a really big thing that a lot of people struggle with. I think we prioritize replying to people like immediately way too high on our list and it doesn't need to be there. You know, People send you an email or a message or they call you, they call you on their time. And that doesn't mean that it's on your time, that that's Mm. a great time for you. And so to respect your own boundary, you got to, you know, leave it and, and wait to reply at the right time for you. And I like to think about this as, you know, I want to be present when I'm reading this email. I want to be present when I'm replying. And so if I'm just like quickly knocking them all off, I like miss out on the gift of that experience. So, yeah, and I think that's great because then people get a much more thoughtful um, and, yeah, connected reply.
1: Yeah, and um, something interesting maybe mentioning is, you know, biohackers always refer back to um, when we used to live in caves, right, and when we used to be in, the, in in nature. And as much as technology, you know, helps us, obviously, and we're evolving, um, it's nice to refer back to, to when all these things didn't exist, right? Mm-hmm. When, when we didn't have, you know, WhatsApp to text and we didn't, we didn't have the TV or like, what things were we doing, you know, in the past? Like being, out, being outdoors more and, you know, <clears throat> enjoying being with someone for a walk and having a chat for like maybe an hour and like, just allowing time to pass. And um, I think that's so important and it refers back to mindfulness, right?
0: Hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it, that that's a fun exercise just to think about what was life like before all of this technology, what would we be doing? And, you know, that, and I think even things like creativity and, um, you know, feeling connected to our creativity is a big one that a lot of people have, have has, have cut off because of technology. It's been wonderful in so many ways, but it's also disconnected us from, s- from parts of ourselves that are supernatural and, you know, like the menstrual cycle, for instance, and that being that system for creativity. So, yeah, that's a really interesting question to explore. I'll need to do that. (laughs) Okay, so I would also love to now talk about some of the, lessons or challenges that you've had in your business so far because as business owners there i i always like to mention that it really speeds up our personal development process we have a lot of thing a lot of challenges so challenges from my perspective are always an opportunity for growth and for learning about ourselves so i'd love to know what has been you know some or one of your biggest challenges in your business so far and what has helped you to like navigate that
1: um I think one of my biggest challenges um was to just get started mm-hmm. you know just gather the motivation and, and the vision for my business and just to start really <laughs> to like build it and um build the web- website and just create the program um so that just getting started was my first challenge and then once my business was running I, I, another challenge that I had was Changing my mindset from a fear based worrying mindset to a love and abundance mindset because sometimes when you jump into a new career or you create your business, you you can come from this fear based mindset like, oh, I need to do everything right now, otherwise, my business is not going to work or things are not going to move forward or I'm not safe. And that, that again led me to, you know, spending too many hours in the computer and um not respecting my holistic lifestyle whereas um now you know prioritizing the holistic lifestyle and and allowing myself to come from that place of abundance just knowing that everything's okay then allow me to create more balance between work and and yeah like life <laughs> and also I guess transitioning from my Pilates career to full time coaching It was challenging because I needed to integrate a lot of new learnings, uh, like my Reiki practice and breath work and all these power hacking things. And it it took me a time to really figure out what my message was and to allow that to happen was, I guess, a little bit challenging. so.
0: So what do you think helped you through
1: that? Um. I think my biggest, my biggest mm, tool was meditation. Mm. Just bringing myself to the present moment and, and aligning with my, with myself, and just every day checking in and knowing that you know I'm okay. I'm, you know, everything is okay around me. I have everything that I need. And also very important, connecting to other. Women like you and following people who are also in the same journey so that you don't feel isolated and you you, you see a way forward mm-hmm. right you see like where you're going and maybe you don't know exactly how you're getting there but you know that if other people are there it's because <laughs> there is a way there so kind of um surrounding yourself with people that support you and um are in the same brain brain wavelength.
0: Yes. Yes. Oh, that's so that that's (laughs) very important. I've also found that myself. And, you know, when we come from this a perspective of love and abundance, rather than seeing people who are doing the things that we want to do and comparing ourselves to them and thinking, oh, well, someone's already doing this or, um, you know, some of, you know, whenever you're in comparison, it's coming from a fear-based place, but instead seeing these people and seeing, wow, if they can do it, that means I can do it. That is when you're coming from a perspective of love and abundance. And it's so important on our business journey to be able to, um, get inspiration from other people to keep you moving forward so I love that you mentioned that there yeah and of course meditation <laughs> so I, well, I'm a big meditation <laughs> proponent I know you're well. a fan <laughs> yeah I'm a fan too
1: yeah I think I really resonate with your work because you're very you know um, mindset and mindfulness oriented and for me that's absolutely key for anything in life like whether you wanna hack hack your um, health or improve your emotional state or even change careers. I think for me, mindfulness is one of the foundations Mm,
0: yep definitely and because it gives us awareness and awareness is everything when we have the awareness we know we can how to support ourselves we know when there's a an issue so that we need to go and you know get support for that so it's not about judging yourself for the issues that you are experiencing in life or the way that you're feeling you know in your business the challenges that we have once you got the awareness you can then help yourself so I think it's really really important Okay. I would love to talk about the menstrual magic business mastermind that we have all been in or the mistress mind. It is a yeah. mistress mind, but you, you will it's a, it re- operates as a mastermind. So for those of you listening who know what a mastermind is, Natalia is a, a member of our menstrual magic business mistress mind. And so I'd love to know how has understanding your cycle, your menstrual cycle, how has that helped you in your business and generally in your life?
1: um for me generally in my in my life I guess understanding my cycle has helped me to tune even more with my body and so I've always been very body oriented but I was missing the menstrual cycle part and for me that was like a huge piece that needed to complete my my being and um understanding my cycle for my business how it's helped me is to to bring structure, even for the yin phases, you know, when we're bleeding and when we're in our inner autumn, to just understand that that has um, a purpose and how to take advantage of what is really happening to us, right? When we are feeling more sensitive and we need more downtime. And it's helped me, yeah, it's helped me uh, create some projects, uh, show up, for my business um, and ultimately cultivate the love and abundance perspective you know like knowing that you know my cycle is just another amazing opportunity to um, work with 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 my energy and you know make it serve me rather than be a victim of what is happening to me and not understanding not understanding it
0: Oh, I love those. Yeah, it really does um, give you that – you see that each season has a purpose in the creative cycle, and when we're able to tap into the purpose – of each season of our cycle we're not resisting it anymore we're seeing it as an opportunity and um and it's amazing because we always know that we then have another cycle to work with and take us through all of these phases so thank you for sharing how it's helped you in your business and in your life and i would also love to ask you what how has working with the mistress mind itself helps you in showing up for your life and of course in your life but most importantly mm. for your business
1: Um, Well, for me, it's been amazing. So first of all, I'm so grateful (laughs) that you created this. Um, So it's helped me show up in my business. Um, First of all, giving me confidence because I've been interacting with other women who are in the same journey. And for me, that's just really fantastic. And um, it's helped me show up in every area of my business you know in, in in creating my products in sharing my message in you know like talking to clients and selling my services so um it's really like boost my journey and yeah in my life well I guess yeah as well um, showing up for myself because when you're when you are in a coaching group you know you have to take those two hours a week and like sit down and make the time and it's a very nourishing practice to just have that time for yourself.
0: Mm. Oh, that's such a good thought, that that it's a nourishing practice, that it's creating that time and space for yourself. And that's so true. It really is a gift giving yourself that that time and creating that space. And um, the confidence that you get, like I've just been in awe of all of you beautiful women who are in the mistress mind, because it really does feel like this collective power when we're working together, you know, having each person's perspective on another person's business in the mastermind it's so amazing and you providing advice to other people gives you confidence as well so then you walk away feeling more confident in your business because you see how much you can also help the other people in the mistress mind exactly Oh, well, I'm so grateful that you've joined us, Natalia, because it's been so special to have you there. And you are such a knowledgeable woman. And I love all of the information you've given us today on the holistic lifestyle and biohacking and what we can do to, yeah, show up in our lives in the best way possible so that we can, you know, do the things that we really came here to do. And, you know, of course, make the difference that we all came here to make. So, finally, I'd love to know what do you love? about being a woman in business?
1: Ooh, this is a good question. <laughs> um, I think what I love about being a woman in business is to, first of all, connect with other women. I feel like this is such a good way for me to just reach out to other females. Mm-hmm. Um, what I love is to inspire other women to tap into their own um greatness you know into the own magic and ability to create the lifestyle that they want to create and i i love to to show up as a leader and yeah i i to contribute to nourish the world because i feel like the divine feminine feminine is coming through you know all these female entrepreneurs that are popping up. And and I think the world needs this, you know, this feminine energy that is nourishing and is, you know, helping the world heal.
0: Yeah. Couldn't agree with you more. I so, so, so agree. And I love being a woman in business too. And you're right. It is an opportunity to lead and to connect with other wonderful women, either you know, the people that you serve as your clients or the people that you're in that your industry with, you know, it is just an opportunity to connect and to collaborate. And I think that, yeah, bringing that feminine energy into infusing that into all of these organizations as well is really important because we all need some feminine energy and we all need to uh, really value that part of ourselves. And I think that we'll see some really wonderful changes in the world around us the more we embrace this part of ourselves.
1: Yeah. Connecting with the feminine.
0: Exactly. Exactly. So tell us, where can we find out more about you? How can we connect with
1: you? Well, you can find more about me on my website. So it's www.nataliaolcoaching.com and you can um, connect with me through Instagram. So my Instagram is Coach. You'll be probably down in the notes. And yeah, just drop me a message, um, say hello, follow my content. Um, yeah, I, I love to connect, really. And I would love to um, bring biohacking more into the entrepreneurial feminine world. Mm-hmm. Um, cause that is, I think is something that we, we, it's fun and we all should become aware of and take control of our lifestyles.
0: Yes. And it's nice to have more women in the biohacking um, space itself because you'll have your, um, you know, unique perspective. And so what do you have coming up in your business as well? Tell us.
1: Uh, Well, at the moment, I'm putting together my introductory coaching program, which is a five-week online um, experience for people who want to have a taste of what my program is about and the topics that I talk about and teach about, and it's going to be an experience uh, for a few females to come together and do group coaching. So I'm excited to launch this in September.
0: Ooh! that's so exciting and that will be so nice as we start enter our autumn season
1: yeah your favorite season of the year absolutely I'm gonna start the season you know launching
0: (laughs) oh I love that and actually I have another question I'd love to ask you what does creating a life that is beautiful mean to you
1: um create a life that is beautiful to me you know living life consciously Yep. Taking responsibility for ourselves and realizing that we are the creators of our lives, mm-hmm. and you know, really look after our health and our after our all areas of our lives with a nourishing and holistic point perspective or point of view. Mm-hmm. Just really um, uncovering who we really are and what we where we're here to do you know like why am i here and what is my my real purpose and how can i make the most out of this life right Mm,
0: yep yep i love that beautiful thank you so much for sharing all of your wonderful words of wisdom on biohacking on a holistic lifestyle and your beautiful business journey, Natalia. It's been so wonderful to have met you and to have had you here, to have you in the mistress mind. And I'm so excited for more people who are listening to this podcast to also connect with you too and find out about Natalia's introductory program, keep an eye out, Um, connect with her over on Instagram. And yeah, just really a huge thank you, Natalia. I just, I'm so honored that we've been able to connect in this life and that I got to see you as well just yesterday at our meetup in London
1: oh thank you so much it was really it was really fantastic to find you in my journey like you've helped me so much you're so inspiring and it was so precious meeting you before you moved back to Australia Mm -hmm. and I hope everything everything goes well with your move and with your transition and whatever life takes you So
0: there you have it, my beautiful friends. Thank you, Natalia, so much for coming on to the podcast and sharing all about how we create a holistic lifestyle and how we can also tap into this Biohacking world in a really aligned, authentic way. And of course, for sharing all about her experience in business and also joining the Menstrual Magic Business Mistress Mind, because that was such an incredible experience. Honestly, it's the best thing that I've done in my business to date. It really has energy of its own. And it's amazing how empowered we feel as women and as business owners, when we feel we have a team around us and also where we see the incredible advice that we can give to other people, even when we think we're just new in business, we all bring all of this, a lifetime of experience. And so we are able to show up it as business owners in a really empowered way when we s- tap into that experience. I think it's just really interesting to think about. And I'm thinking out loud while I talk here. What I really love about business is that you can bring whatever your background is to business. And it's actually amazing because that is what will set you apart the more that you tap into your unique experience and background. So this is what I found with the the mistress mind. It really was an opportunity to confirm that and to also have every single woman who joined walk away feeling really confident because they saw themselves in their power. It's amazing how we let our mind get in the way of what we know we need to do and also what we're capable of when we feel like it's just us that's suffering. Like we feel like, oh, it's my business. So if it's not successful, then I'm the only one that suffers. But what we've got to think of is that it's not just you that suffers. It's all of the people who are literally waiting to work with you right now. So joining something like a mistress mind is really, really helpful because you feel like you want to show up for the mistress mind. And that's super empowering. So, Thank you, Natalia, for coming on. What I loved about what Natalia was talking about in this episode is this idea of using the holistic lifestyle, using things like your diet, your nutrition, your environment and your relationships and your sleep and all of these wonderful things that help us create a strong foundation, using all of these to create a container for your growth, to allow you to grow and evolve. Because you You know when we're dealing with these like foundational issues, like we don't get enough sleep, or our diet's not great, or we're not getting enough movement, or our home life is is not good, then it stops us from showing up for our purpose. It stops us from showing up for the business that we want, and it stops us from showing up in our fullness. And we're all here to be big. We're all here to show up as our authentic selves. We're all here with a purpose. Literally, you were born with unique gifts and interests that combined show you what your work in the world is. And all you need to do is say yes to that calling. Say yes to you. So looking at our lives and our businesses in this holistic way, making sure that we're supporting ourselves and doing what we can and just shifting small things that will give us a greater opportunity to feel like we're truly thriving in our business. This is the only foundation to work on when it comes to making your difference in your work and in your business and in your life. So Natalia, thank you so much, beautiful for coming on. It was an honor to share this space with you. And please go and follow Natalia over on N-A-T-I-D-O Coach. That's her Instagram handle and her website is nataliaolcoaching.com. You can find the show notes for this episode at latisharange.com forward slash Natalia O-L. And if you would love to discover your purpose and show up for your work in the world, I invite you to check out my online program. It's starting in just under a month's time. It's called discover your purpose. You can go to com forward slash discover your purpose Or if you're someone who knows that you want to have a business or you already have a business and you're looking to create a strong foundation for your business and you'd love to work with me, you want to know about working and using your feminine essence in your business, so basically approaching the way that you run your business in a beautiful heart-centered feminine way that draws on your energy and your unique gifts. And you'd love to have my support to help you with your website, with your offers, with your email list, your social media, with creating beautiful, aligned, sacred offers and creating and growing a high vibe community and working with your menstrual magic and up-leveling your mindset and beautiful, soulful business resources, then come and join us and create your beautiful biz. It's such a wonderful program. I'm so honored to be able to share this program with you all. We have our third intake happening in September. It starts on the 23rd of September and you can enroll today over at LetitiaRinge.com forward slash C Y B B. All right, everybody, I will leave it at that. I can't wait to be bringing you next week. Another exciting interview. I hope wherever you are, you're having a wonderful time. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Letitia Ringe. I'm sharing all about my Bali journey while I'm floating around Bali for the month of August and the start of September. So I'd love to connect with you all over there. Okay, bye. Hey, if you're ready to create your very own purpose-driven business too, I invite you to check out my online program, Create Your Beautiful Biz you'll learn how to create a business that allows you to make your difference and thrive using my signature feminine essence framework. Just head over to www.letisharange.com forward slash C-Y-B-B. Let's make creating a business beautiful. I'll see you there.